brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the call Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. <laughs> now, today um, we are celebrating Black history um, with a good friend of mine. We're going to honor um, someone coming up here shortly. But um, my guest today is a founder, a CEO, and psychotherapist, Madeline A. Beck. Hello, Madeline. Hi. Welcome to Baxter's Buzz. Can you believe this is the first time? Like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. It's going to change. Okay. Um, also, the host of... Um, Fundraising yes. While Black yes, yes. Um, podcast. So if you guys aren't familiar with that, please uh, check that podcast out. And thank you for having me on recently. I of appreciate course. that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Reciprocating. I'm excited to be here. So today we're going to, we're going to, you know, take some time out to pay homage to um, a figure in Black history, you know, who is still contributing to, you know, still building their, their legacy. Who are we paying uh, tribute to today, Madeline? The GOAT, the, the, the greatest of all time, Bozema St. John. Um, love her, adore her, such a powerful Black woman. Excited to talk about her. Yeah. Um, tell me about this, the GOAT. Tell, talk about, like, yeah, jump in. So... As an entrepreneur myself, right, I constantly have folks that, you know, when you're like at the cookout and somebody's like, well, you know, what do you, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And they're like, oh, so you unemployed. It's like, no, no, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> right? And so it's constantly this kind of relation to the understanding of small business ownership from a, a fast, scalable and accelerating pace that's not just a, a traditional idea of small business ownership. And so Bozema St. John, like I started kind of following her very early on in the jump. Like she's, she's 45. So she's close to my age, which is another thing where I'm just like, when you look at what this woman has done in regards to being a businesswoman, being dominant in the field, sitting in multiple chairs, multiple like chief, you know, roles and positions, you just you just drop the jaw. You're just like, wait, who is this? What's happening? How did she get here? And then you look at her background and you're like, what? And it's just, she just has this intrinsic badassery where she's constantly like, I dare you. I dare you to, to test me. I dare you to see what I'm not going to do. I dare you to see where I'm not going to go. So that's why I wanted to do her. Yeah. <sighs> intrinsic badassery. Um, I love it. <laughs> so... <sighs> What I don't know uh, about Bozema is is sort of her background or sort of where like what like where she yeah. started. Yeah. Like, so, so she, uh, the daughter of of Ghanaian of, of African immigrants, um, was born in the U.S. in Connecticut of all places, and then right after she was born, like I think. Um, she was a baby, so she was still a baby. Uh, her parents moved her back to Ghana, right? And then kind of like continued her life there. And then she ended up coming back. But she uh, went to Wellesleyan 
if you're familiar, right? Northeastern like school. The interesting thing about Wells Wellesian that always kills me is like it's the top five percent of like diverse universities, but it's still like fifty five percent or fifty. 50% like white folks. So I'm always mm. just like, okay, so she, you know, went to this university, didn't go to HBCU, didn't, you know, didn't do any of that. And then got her degree in English and African-American studies. So you like, you look at that and you're like, okay, cool. Like that's a great university, you know, really dope background. But then you start looking at her trajectory from a professional sense and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. So how did she get from, like, what were some of the first things that she did as it relates to this business, like, space? Like, how, like sure. where did she, yeah, like, how did she take this turn from, a, you know, African-American studies? Like, not, not, not generic, um, I think it's very important, especially for someone, for, for all people to just to learn about uh, African-Americans, whether you are African or not, because right. the African-American experience is so unique, right? Yep. I mean, um, she seems like a very sort of thoughtful person. And I, I, I feel like understanding sort of your environment and the people that, the you know, if you're in the United States, the people that look like you have a different experience. But this is one that I want to be empathetic to. I want to. I want to learn more about. Um, I think we all could learn from from that, right? Whether you're yes. black, white, wherever you're from, if you're spending time, if, you know, uh, African Americans, the, the our culture, um, the cultural uh, cachet mm -hmm. that we have is essentially. Uh, it's it's a presence that can be felt across around the world. Oh, yeah, completely, completely. But yeah. do you think that that I mean, ha has she ever talked about like her reason for going into that? Do you know of like an in interviews or or just? Um... I can only I can only make assumptions. I haven't seen any interviews where she specifically talks about her interest in African American studies or English. Right, being I mean, being an English major in college, whatever. I don't want to get I'm gonna get some <laughs> get a lot of heat from people, so I'll keep that to myself. But um, but yeah, like the combination of those two things, like you said, I I do agree that she's very intentional. I believe that she's very intentional. I think it probably has a lot to do with the fact that she's first generation American, right, and that she is a U.S. citizen was born here, but immediately after she was born, like, like straight up wasn't even old. walking yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, wasn't even walking yet. Went back to Ghana, had that experience and then came back. So I feel like it's just, it's living in this space of, of, of belonging to two worlds, but also not belonging to two worlds and her desire to want to understand, celebrate, connect from a deeper level, like, a, you know, academic level, a cultural level to be able to kind of look at what that means. It's interesting because as, as a African-American from America and, you know, maneuvering through these corporate settings, it, you, you also feel like this very, this pull, right, where um, you're living in two different worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I digress. Um, so talk a little bit about some of her stops prior to like this 
appointment at, at Netflix. As- at Netflix, yeah. So, so, I mean, like I said, I resonate with her so much because folks will look at me and they, you know, one summer I'd be, you know, my first job in Los Angeles was TMZ. And then my next job was in casting. And so many people will be like, why can't you keep a job? And why can't you do that? And I look at, I look at Bozma's background and I'm like, oh, a reflection. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I, she started off, she started off as an admin. She was administrative assistant for Spike DDB, right? Which is just Spike Lee's, um, I don't even know. I think it's turned into something else. Like after he's done, um, she's got to have it and whatnot, but whatever. So Spike DDB, his agency, his ad agency. Um, and obviously it's like in relation to like advertising backgrounds, like branding from a global sense, even she was an English and a, a African-American studies major. So right. she just, she got into it. She was like, how am I going to get into it? Where can I get a foot in? So she got a foot in there. Um, and that was in, I think that was the year that she graduated from college, I want to say. Um, but she got into there, had a great relationship there. That relationship propelled her into a brand administration role um, at Pepsi, right? Mm. And so she was at Pepsi. Pepsi is probably the biggest chunk in her career, right? So Pepsi was like uh, early, early, early 2000s to like 2014. And so she went from this brand admin all the way up to the to to like being the head of music and then she was the one who popped off and was like a huge co-collaborator for beyonce's super bowl thing right mm-hmm. the, the thing that lit the world on fire when we yeah. with the hats and the whatever and um she was a huge creative force in building that partnership in the creative production obviously beyonce all hell beyonce like unbelievable queen and has a very meticulous way in which she approaches her creative process sure. but her and Boza, Bozma were able to kind of come to force Bozma was like yo what about Beyonce what about this how do we do that uh after so after leaving Pepsi then it kind of starts it's almost like an avalanche right everybody everybody's like oh Bozma 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 and she goes to Apple Music so largest tech giant in, in general, like not even just the music or entertainment space, but just in general, sure. um, she was an executive there. And that was 2017. So you go from being the head of music, three years later, you're an executive at the largest tech, like one of the largest tech companies in the world. She went from there to Uber and she was the chief marketing officer. So now you're just all up in the tech space, you know, um, and that was also 20, 2018 is when she was at Uber. She was basically at the tail end of that sticky part. I don't know if you remember when Uber was kind of under fire. It was really big in California. I don't know if it was felt as prevalently in other states, but like basically Uber and Lyft were going through all that shit of like, you know, oh, excuse me, sorry. But like, you know, uh, ride share, employees, mm-hmm. fi- and the federal government got involved. And so, and so like, that was like around that time, very much in that sensitive space, propositions were being changed. They were unionizing and she's at the head of marketing for this tech company. So then she was like, okay, bet I'm going to go back to what I know, what I'm comfortable with. And she went to Endeavor, which is again, a huge Mecca of, of talent and all the things. And then after leaving Endeavor, now she's at Netflix. So I'm just like, how do you, and with the, the speed. Right, right. So I have a couple of different thoughts, right? So 
we are um, at this, this bridge between the millennials and this Gen X, right? Mm-hmm. Where some people may identify, some people are kind of just very, very much in between. But I remember several, several years ago, somebody literally our age had been at this job. They graduated college. They had done internships two summers prior at this place. They ended up at this job and they were, they were still there. And this was maybe, you know, now they're 10, 12 years into their career. And I'm, I'm interviewing with, with them at the time. And she's just flabbergasted. Why I've moved so much. Mm, Why I haven't. So, and so we talk about that bridge that there was, there was always this like look of like, I've been with this company X amount of years. I plan to retire there. And then there were others, whether it was by choice or just by instinct or just circumstance where we were like, nope, it's time for me to leave here. Right. And we're older than a lot of the, the, the folks that do it now. They don't even think about it. It's so second nature to them. It's just like, Oh yeah, this ain't it. Bye. And then you're just, (laughs) just, but but our generation, I'm there with you. Like our generation, because we, our parents are baby movers. So all of our parents were like, no, you get a good job. You make that money. You save up a little bit. Maybe you'll be able to go to Disneyland after 50 years of work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's just the mentality. Yeah. 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 And, and, and then you have to, you know, be prepared to talk about these changes in your career. Right. right. I mean, thank God, no gaps for me. You know, I've, I've been pretty, you know, since I started working, I've been employed. Um, but so no gaps to explain, but I definitely had to explain, well, why did you, why were you only here for two, three years or whatever? And now it's, it's a benefit, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you think about someone who's, you know, in our age range, like Bozema, who may be a tad bit older, uh, just really just, I know what I want to say, but I want to throw it back to you. Like, what, <laughs> what do you gather from the, the, the movement? Do you, I mean, what do you, how do you, what do you attribute it to? And like, do you think it was intentional? Like so much, everything seems intentional that she's done. And is it, is it only because she seems to be killing it or do you, you know, like it seems super intentional because she's like winning, but do you think it was as intentional? I think that, and this is, this is like, you know, um, she's informing what my response is going to be in regards to like her interviews, her experiences. She's very vocal on social media. Um, she is all about joy. She is all about equity and she recognizes the difference between equity and justice. They are not the same thing, right? And because of that type of awareness and resonance that she brings to her work, I think she's, like I said, she's a goat. Like she will be in a position at a company. She will give it 100%. And when she, and it's something that a lot of people who lack humility, who are just effing greedy, right? Like a lot of those folks don't have the capacity to be like, I have done all that I can do for this company. I have reached 
my level of fulfillment and I've executed on what I came here to do, I'm going to fall back and let somebody else lead. I'm going to, I'm going to fall back and let somebody else's ideas propel you to that next level. Cause it's not going to be me. And so she, she doesn't wait until it's too long. Like, you know, some of those like stories we see in like, you know, people's feeds or like in Reuters or New York times of like, Oh, the chairman was pushed out and you know, blase, blase, whatever. It's like, no, 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 nobody's pushing her out. She's coming to a place where she's like, yeah, I'm good. It's time to go. It's time to move yeah. on. Right. Yeah. But because she has this in- impeccable history with very strong, you know, like the receipts are helping her yeah, for, sure. <laughs> for sure. Right. When she starts to fill her cup becoming full and her capacity coming to an end of a line, she ain't got to. Nope, she's not going to any interviews. Nobody, nobody is coming for her to ask about, well, why did you go from Pepsi to Apple? You know what I mean? Like, do you want this job and how many zeros would you like behind it? And then it's like, great, wonderful, thank you. I'll take this seat. And here we are. So yeah. Yeah. So so I think about the book, um uh David and Goliath, um by Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell. Yep. Mm-hmm. We 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 uh, the the whole book is talks about these perceived advantages, right? These perceived underdogs, these uh, perceived uh, sort of these standards that we somehow set. And if you look at it from the proper angle, these these uh, deficits that you find yourself in are really advantages, right? Yeah. Um, there's 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 no better like feeling than coming into a new or coming into a new project coming into a new situation seeing where you can add value right right and that recognizing when you can't anymore but on the front end just that fresh set of eyes right Right. when it's received in the right way and people are like wow never thought about that you know sometimes you can come into a, a, a new industry or a new position and go have we ever thought about this? Have you got, and people look around and everyone's been there 15, 20 years and they go, dang, that seems so simple. We've never thought about that. Right. Right. Because they haven't had any new air in that place. Right. It's, 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 it's funky in there. It's, it, it you know, it, everybody's <laughs> breathing it the same. Yeah. 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 And you come in from outside and you go, love what you, you're doing, but have you thought about this? Right. That's an advantage. Okay. Yeah, That's an advantage. Sure. Um, the other thing is leveraging um, those opportunities and leaving on a high note, right? Leaving a good taste in people's mouth because that's that's part of the brand, right? That's it. You got to keep you got to keep keep it positive, keep it pushing. Yeah, yeah. And and I'll say for anyone who is finds themselves in an amazing role, who is like, oh my god, I have no idea how I got here. I don't deserve to be mm, here yeah if you really feel like that stay because you may not get another opportunity right but if, if you are, <laughs> but if you are willing if you if you know the the work that you're doing if you believe in the work that you're doing if you you know whether it's your faith in god whether it's your your faith and your willingness to go out and work and um understanding that you're deserving of these opportunities there'll be other ones that will come right and you yeah. can kind of let let those things go in pursuit of what's next for you and like to get out, out of the way for the next person who, exactly. who needs to fill that role, right? You got to get out of your own way. 
right? And that I feel like is is one thing that she has always done because she easily at any point within her career could have become complacent, right? You know, could have fallen into the everlasting kind of endemic that I feel like people of color exist in, especially black folks, right? Of this like apathetic position. And she's like, no, I'm not going to make that choice. I'm going to recognize when, you know, when my value is, is, is capped, when this organization will continue to flourish significantly, not only because of the foundation that I've put in for the time that I've been here, but now what's coming next. And it's only going to come next if I step out of the way. And by yeah. eliminating that, right, she just gains, just gains on gains on gains on gains. Yeah, yeah, we, we had an event um, uh, last week I, we were talking about before we went on air and we had a keynote come in and she was stepping aside. Um, you know, she had started when the company was at like 400 people. Okay. They're now close to 3000 uh, wow. people. Um, she's in like a chief HR uh, oh, uh, role. And she's leaving and she's going back to a, 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 a startup or, or a smaller company that's at like 400 people, right? Mm -hmm. She feels like she's done everything that, that she needed you to do. do for that, yeah. It's a, you know, it's a very admirable place to be as far as sort of what you've demonstrated in your field the confidence that, that you you have and your willingness to step aside, like you said. Um, she said it was time for her number two to get an opportunity to to, to step in that role and yeah. um, have the opportunity to, to to learn a lot of the lessons that she learned while, while she yeah. was there. So, it, you know, salute to Bozema. Um, you know, I, it is amazing uh, to hear. I knew a little bit. I didn't know. I didn't know all this. And to, you know, to think about okay, well, what's next for her and look at yourself like, well, what's next for me? And maybe right. I am on the right path. And even though people are looking at me like I'm crazy, maybe I'm going <laughs> to something, right? right. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, yeah. you gotta invest in yourself first before anybody else will. She definitely did. Bozma, I hope you're watching. I'm speaking directly to you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, any other takeaways? Uh, or anything else that that you we haven't gotten to it as it relates to Bozeman, like um, the impression that she's made on you? Yeah, I mean, just there's so much. It's like, how much time do we have? She's <laughs> she's she's a she's a mother. She's you know she's a she's a BBW, right? She's she's a beautiful black woman. She's a big black woman. She's like in heels. She's like six three. Like she walks into a room. In addition to her charisma and intelligence and just overall dopeness, she walks in and she's like on goddess level, right? That is to to know that your stature, not your skin tone, not your gender, not your orientation, but to know that just like your literal physical presence is going to intimidate people that don't have self-confidence because they don't have your inches and you're still like, I got you, I see you and thank you. And you just keep it pushing it, but with like such a beautiful humility and, and bravery. Um, you know, she's got a little girl, she's constantly showing her little girl, like the world in the most incredible ways. I look at some of the things that her and her daughter do and I'm like, are you open to adopting a grown ass woman? Because <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, took my baby girl to Africa, took her to Portugal, took her over yeah. here and just that type of exposure, like she's building legacy in such incredible ways. So yeah. I could talk forever about this. Yeah, movie. but it's, she's, <laughs> and it's, it's, she's inspiring others and, and um, to do the same, which I think is super important. Mm-hmm. I think it's super important. And, um, you know, the fruit that we bear, you know, most of it is, isn't for us. Right. So the impression that she's making at these companies, the impression that she's making on the culture, um, the, the impression that she's making on aspiring entrepreneurs uh, who are moving around and taking bits and pieces of different experiences and and putting a beautiful picture. It may not look like anything yet, right. but it gives you confidence and hope that that you're going to be creating this amazing, amazing masterpiece of your own. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, without question. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing. Um, yeah, shout out to Bozuma. Um, again, we we want to celebrate folks that have contributed, that are continuing to contribute. And uh, if I must say, you know, Black history is American history, right? World yeah. history. So we need to make sure that we, we um, spend every month you know, celebrating the figures that are, are contributing to to some of the amazing things that we that we see on a daily basis. So, um, on behalf of Madeline A. Beck, I am Baxter <laughs> E. Hall. Thank you so much for your time, and um, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Until next time, peace. Welcome into his brain. Welcome into his frequency. Enter at your own risk. Come be at peace with me. Ask the Paul. Where we rise and don't fall.